This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. Alright, here we go. Okay, ladies. First of all, This podcast is for the women only. Now, if you have a penis, stop right now. This is not for you. Be a gentleman and don't listen. (laughs) Um, The second thing is clearly I'm fucking sick again. God damn it. Anyway, um, but that's actually good because so I had, I had, some fun encounters planned for this week, but clearly that's not happening. I, I, I feel honestly, I, I feel about the way that I sound. So, which is not great. Or maybe I sound like a man. So if I feel like a man, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't bode well when you're going to have encounters with men. But what I wanted to do was have just 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 a a podcast just for the women because I get so many comments, questions, eyebrow raises, whatever you want to call it from and and shout outs from the females. I love it. I really, really love it. And um, but I do get a lot of questions about what I'm doing, how I do it, and how to manage this as a woman. So that's really what this is all about. It's not about the guys or, you know, being anything being um, something that really both would listen to. It's really just directed towards the women because I get, like I said, just a lot of questions from the females about, I guess it's predominantly about how I'm able to do this as a female, do, you know, be, I like to say prolific because I'm not promiscuous. It's not like I just fuck any guy on the street. There's a, there's a process to it, you know, and, and I have to genuinely be interested in some guy. Like I have to like them on some level. I have to, if I don't like you and I'm not sexually attracted to you, it's just not going to happen. I don't really care because I don't, I don't need to fuck you. I can, believe me, I, I could 
swing my purse and hit some guy that's going to want to fuck me. So, and I'm not trying to, and when I say that, I just want to say to the women, I'm not trying to be, um, what do you want to call it? I'm not trying to be uh, vain about that. And so this is why this call is for the women, because I'll tell you what, ladies, tell the truth. Tell the truth and shame the devil right now. You, at some point in your life, I don't know when it was, you realized the power of your sexuality. And for me, that came in pretty early. I mean, it came in high school, when I probably when I hit puberty. I started to realize that men responded to the way I looked. And at that point in my life, that was a power trip. You know what I mean? I really like, so I'm, this is this is why this is just for the ladies. I'm getting into it. Like I'm going way back. <laughs> I'm being honest about it. Because I think, I think it's important for women to really kind of go back and realize like when was it that you first knew that guys wanted you and there's something that's very powerful about that and how you choose to handle that that's a that's a different story right everybody's going to handle it differently but so for me when I was in high school all of a sudden I started to have what I call sex appeal. And it was interesting because I had a good group of girlfriends. A lot of those girlfriends, I love, like, I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. I wouldn't trade that for a fucking second. We were so close, and the camaraderie in it is amazing. I'm still great friends with all of those women. I mean, like, they're my best friends. Like, great. We just, you form that bond, and it's something that, stays and sticks which is awesome but at that point in my life you know we we all kind of were starting to realize like hey what's going on here and for me that manifested itself a little bit differently than it did probably for a lot of my friends now a couple of my friends went the same way I did and we were like we were getting attention from older men and I was getting a lot of attention from older men. And I happened to have a job as a hostess working in a a very popular restaurant where all of the uh, political politicians, um, you know, very powerful guys were coming in. And so, you know, I got to see, like, who the dirtbags were, who the good guys were. And... and, and it interestingly enough, just kind of and like who the powerful businessmen were, because it was kind of the place to see and be seen, and everybody came there. All these guys came there, and and the place the owner was known for hiring attractive women. Obviously, you're going to staff your place with attractive women, and so that kind of really shaped a lot of who I was. And interestingly enough, again, I'm going to be totally honest. One of the things that 
I remember thinking distinctly in my mind at that time was, these fucking men are so weak. Like, look at them. These, they're older, but they're just like dying to have a piece of me. Well, at that, fortunately, fortunately, at that time, I was, I was all show and no go. So I was very, um, I was, I had a, a, probably a body on me that I shouldn't have had at that age. And, and, um, but very, just, mm, I, I don't know, disinterested. I was unfazed. That's a good word. Unfazed by the attention. And to me at the time, at the time I saw it as, um, eh, like I, I kind of, to, to be honest with you, I saw it as a weakness. I saw it as a weak, this is a, this is a flaw. Here's a chink in their armor. And trust me, if I find a chink in your armor, I'm, I'm going to mercifully exploit it. But that again is my personality. Now other girls, so there was, there was probably girls in that camp, right? And then there was, at that time, I think there was other women who were um, more looking for approval. For me, from my mindset, I was just like, I had it and I had that approval. And, and, and also I was in sports. I mean, and I got good grades. I was, I was really had a high self-esteem at that point. I didn't, um, never felt the need to cave to anybody or anything. Even my first boyfriend, like I had my first boyfriend. Well, I had my first boyfriend, I think when I was 16, but it took me, it took him <laughs> till I was like about 17 and a half to actually talk me into having sex. Like I just, I don't know. At that point it was interesting. I was like, no, you know, I mean, I just, I was really kind of hard to get. <clears throat> and so that I think that that's interesting because I think that theme of don't want it, don't need it, don't care has really played out for me in my business life, but also in my personal life too. So the the point here with this long-winded story is I think women have to understand like when you're <clears throat> When your perception about you. Hello, beautiful people. I'm here to talk about something that can truly revolutionize your life. Have you ever wished you could have access to pleasure-based sex education right in the comfort of your bedroom? Well, your wish is about to come true with Beducated. Beducated offers over 100 online courses from the world's top experts, bringing you the best techniques and skills to enhance your love life. Whether you're single, in a relationship, no matter your sexual orientation or gender, Beducated is a safe space for all. Try some of my personal favorite courses on Beducated, like how to make your partner squirt, prostate massage, and all the ways to pleasure a penis. You can master new techniques, reignite the spark in your relationship, and build confidence to explore new depths of pleasure. So why buy more stuff when you can invest in your sex life instead? Try all Beducated courses for one day free. You won't get charged for the first 24 hours and you can cancel at any time. No risk with a 14-day money-back guarantee. Get 60% off the yearly pass with my coupon code CURIOUS. Invest in your love life and join Beducated now for just $6.66 per month. 
By the way, you can also gift your loved ones a personalized, beducated gift card. So what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the show notes and use the coupon code CURIOUS and join the Beducated family today. Remember, it's not just about having great sex. It's about being beducated. Hello, Curious Girl Diaries podcast listeners. Hey, I need a big favor. I'm getting ready to launch the Curious Girl Diaries private podcast. This will be a private membership-based podcast where I can get even more revealing with you guys. I'm looking for input on content creation. Basically, what do you guys want to hear? Here's your chance to come and co-create with me. There's two ways to do this. Either email me, curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Please put private pod in the subject line or go to the website, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side and leave me a voicemail. All co-creators will receive special access to the private podcast when it launches, which is very soon, so please don't wait. All right, now back to the show. As a woman, as a female, when that perception started to form, what what was your what was the environment you were in? What was your reaction and how did you feel about it? And and I think that's it's just important like it's, I think that's a good place to start when women are sending me questions about like, how do you do this? I don't know. I'd like to do this. I don't know if this is right for me to this. I don't know if it's right for you either. I mean, I'm just, I'm on a sexual road trip. I'm doing the stuff I didn't do in my twenties because I was too preoccupied with business work and making money. And that was really, that was my lover at the time. That was my sex. That was my orgasm. And so now, you know, when I look as I'm doing this and I'm just looking at a lot more things about myself and how I got, you know, I just like on the continuum, how did I, and the spectrum, like, how did I get here at 43 and what, you know, what brought me to this place and why am I even doing this? Like, why am I now trying to go out and seek, have the, have, have the adventures that I probably should have or could have had, um, when I was younger, but didn't, chose to not do. And the truth is, I'm glad I didn't because I don't know. I mean, I don't know what those would have been like. I'm, it's for me, it's more fun for me now being like bringing my most mature self to these encounters. So much more fun because I have so many less inhibitions. I mean, trust me, like I don't give a rip. I mean, like literally, do you know how nice it is to just not fucking give a shit? Like I'm just going for it. I don't have, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. There's nothing holding me back, you know, other than, well, we'll talk about what's, what does hold me back, but as far as I think the normal hangups for women, and usually it's body image when you're younger, I think you, you know, you're, or you're preoccupied with other, maybe just more, maybe age appropriate, but not sex appropriate things like thinking about the Kardashians and you want to be on your Twitter and you're worried more about your social media than your sex life or how good sex feels that's right there. That's a priority. And that's a mindset. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, where you are at that point in your life. So I don't have any of that right now. And that's, that's great. But 
the next the next thing I think is like a, an important thing like that comes up a lot with women is you know how do they do this this is what they're asking like I think they want to be sexually liberal and they're not sure how like they read my blog they've listened to the podcast and they and they think like this sounds great and you know what ladies it is it's very fun but I won't be dishonest about the the downsides of it and and because it's when you treat you when you say yes to something you say no to something else that's the that's the truth of the world the way it is so you know for me when I guess what I would say right now is while I'm saying yes to um, being open and having different encounters with different people and being non-judgmental and just like letting myself go there, what I'm saying no to is that you know a, a deeper intimacy. And if you're looking for a deeper intimacy, and if that's that's really what you want right now, the truth is this will not be for you. And I think, you know, some of the emails that I get from the questions that I get from women is, I think what they're really asking is, please convince me or how can you talk me out of what I really want? The truth is, you know, I can't talk you out of what I really want, what you really want. And I don't want to talk you out of what you really want. You should absolutely have and go for what you want. And if that's a one-on-one a true intimate relationship with one person, then you should do that and have that. As for me right now, I know that I'm not saying that's what I don't want at any point in time. What I'm saying is right now I've made a priority to do some exploring and have some encounters. And the truth is, is that the, the deeply intimate, you know, one-on-one is mutually exclusive of my, my main goal and focus. And so I have to accept that as a trade-off. And accepting that as a trade-off means that there are guys that I do come across and encounter and have where this, this won't work, you know? I mean... Um, Titanic, we, the dynamic for him, and partly myself too, changed. And it made things more complicated. And so, you know, I, being very honest, I was very, you know, just stayed very honest with him about where I was at and what I was doing. Never dishonest with anybody about that and there came a little bit of a struggle with him wanting to change my mind about that and that wasn't going to happen and when when he realized it you know things got a little funky you know and we had some encounters that I didn't write about that were uh weird you know uh, about him just trying to I guess I don't know for lack of a better word let's say slut shame me 
which you know, it was really kind of funny because you can't really you can't really do that to me. I don't I'm, I don't have any. Um, I don't know. I just I, I don't. That's not something I'm going to feel badly about. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm too strong in who I am, and too strong in you know knowing that I always put my cards on the table with people. I I'm not dishonest. I don't respect anybody and where I'm coming from. And even if they get shitty with me, I guarantee you, I really, really do my best to take the high road. So that being said, I, uh, you know, had to, we just had to part ways and it's not, um, it's interesting because That was probably about six months ago, and now, you know, there's no way, I mean, there's no way somebody like him is going to, who's a bit of a control freak, who's a bit of a possessive kind of guy, for his own reasons, not saying that he doesn't have his reasons or whatever, but it's not to say anything about him, it's just that, hit, you know, what he wanted from me was unrealistic. And I told him that in the beginning, but, you know, I think he wanted to maybe test the waters and um, see if I really meant what I said. And trust me, I fucking mean what I say. And one of the things I hate the most is when somebody tests the waters with me because I do mean what I say. And if I have to repeat myself, I get irritated. But, you know, stuff like that's going to happen if you want to date multiple guys at the same time. And if you're not going to be a dip, you know, a douchebag about it, and you're going to be open about it. When you're open about it, there's some guys that can't handle that, and they're going to reveal themselves quickly. And my best advice to you is when you see that, believe what you see and end it. Because it's not going to serve you well and it's going to be a problem for you because ultimately it interferes with, you know, what you're after. And that's just, you know, that the, the, what you're after is, you know, some, it's fun. It's fun. It's non-committal, you know, none of the heavy duty stuff fun. Now, if you want the heavy duty stuff, you can get in a one-on-one relationship. And believe me, you'll have that in spades probably. But, you know, this is something different. So if somebody's not hearing you and they're not believing what you're telling, what you're saying, that's a kind of a red flag and you should pay attention to it. The other thing that I think is important for women who want to do this, because look, we're wired differently. Let's face it. I tend to be more wired like a man, but over, but as I've gotten older, that's kind of lessened. And as I'm doing this, I'm realizing that. And I'm like, fuck, I hate that. <laughs> I hate the fact that I'm really kind of, I'm a woman starting to live more in a woman's world. But, you know, there, there again, eh, you know, I talk about not wanting to have all that masculine energy too. So, you know, it's a catch-22 for me. But what I think helps women and I see this with my girl with my girlfriends who are just dating um is 
Well, it's, it's that, you know, you have to have at least a pair and a spare. And that means that you're going to have two guys that you can see regularly and then a spare. The guy that, you know, maybe he's in and out of town, whatever, you're in and out of town, your schedules are conflicting, you know, he's not kind of on the regular time frame. Now, I'm not going to say where I'm at with that parent is spare. It's over the parent is spare. But the point is that that kind of minimum will help you not as a woman, maybe again, I'm just speaking to women, we're more emotional. We, we do tend to get attached or we can, we have, we have a greater potential to get attached. And if you want to, you know, just have a good time and sort of do this like a guy, then what you need are distractions. If you have a parent to spare, you're never stuck on like, oh, he didn't text me or, oh, I didn't hear from him. You're not going to give a rip. Like literally, you are not going to give one iota about what, whether or not you're hearing from that from somebody or not. You'll be sitting back because you're going to have enough text and phone calls and whatever that is, that, that, and that attention, let's say coming at you, you're not going to need or care, you know, about one, you're not going to be focused on one person in particular and singularly, and that will help you just have a good time. And you'll have a lot going on. Your dance card's full. You know, you don't, um, it's not, you know, it's not going to be a big deal. So that, I think, honestly, that's probably one of the most critical things I can say for women that are, um, that get attached and singular minded. This will help that you won't feel that way when you have, you know, three guys that, have you in their sights. You won't, you just won't feel that way. It won't be a big deal. Now, again, I have to say for the record, like, I don't, I think this, this is popular. This is helpful. But if you're, you know, if you're more, maybe if you tend to be more on the masculine side of things, you may not need that. I mean, I don't need it. It's, but it it will help you as a woman if you, you know, don't want to be caught up in one guy, and you can and you tend to be caught up in one guy. The other thing is, and this is a toughie, ladies, don't <laughs> no overnights. You have to be very very careful. <laughs> about doing overnights, the snuggling, the pillow talk, let's face it, like that, like we live for that shit, right? Don't let yourself indulge in it. 
get the fuck out. When you're done, you're done. Leave. Go home. Trust me, if you if you sit there and linger, you know, you're getting in the red zone. And again, I'm not saying that I would get in the red zone, but my general, but the truth is my general MO is when I'm done, I leave. And it's not that I didn't have a great time with that person. Of course I had a great time. It's not a testament to, you know, anything. It's just personally, like, I like to get home. And and have a period at the end of that sentence, if that makes any sense. And so I have a very hard time sleeping next to somebody when I'm on an overnight. And I did it with Titanic. And and it was hard. To sleep. Not that I, I, I wasn't getting more. I just, I wasn't getting more. To, I just, I can't fucking sleep. And I don't know what it is, but, you know, like, it's just difficult. So, if you are going to do an overnight, I would say control the environment. Make it make it your environment somehow, some way. Now, if you don't want to have it in your house, just it's just that you have a place that you've picked up, whatever. But you have to be very careful about this because that's you know these are the little landmines <laughs> that can um, trap a lot of women. And again, I'm not saying like this is me. I'm sure I could probably have I could probably have ten overnights with somebody, and it wouldn't phase me except for the sleeping because I I don't know why I find it hard to sleep next to somebody that I, you know, don't. It's just weird. Like it takes me a while to really get comfortable and just sleep next to somebody, and that's more like boyfriend girlfriend stuff. But um. You know, I'm just warning, like most women, like, eh, 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 danger. Don't spend the night. Get your shit. I'm always like, let me tell you, when the clothes are coming off, I keep a mental inventory. Like, where, where did that bra hit the floor? Where did those underwear hit the floor? Where did my pants come off? And as soon as I'm done, I'm like, boom, you, you are. I'm like, I'm back through the gauntlet, like picking my shit up, putting my clothes on and getting ready to go. So there's a there's a there's another thing that you just have to be aware of. Don't do overnights. Like be honest with yourself. Be cautious if like you can really handle that. Um the other thing is like, you know, be get get your priorities straight and be honest with yourself. Are you are you like on Match.com looking for a boyfriend or are you on, you know, a, a, a sex site looking for hookups? I mean, and then what's the, pre- what's the parameter around those hookups? You know, hooking up and having, I shouldn't say hooking up, but maybe just for the friends with benefits. What is it you're really looking for? You know, because if you 
I guarantee you, if you say you're looking for a friends with benefits scenario and you're really looking for a boyfriend, these guys have fucking smell it. They smell blood in the water every time. Trust me. I know. I hear about it. Guys tell me about this all the time. I hear the horror stories and I don't want you, anybody, any one of my little female followers that likes my blog, please guys. Don't be, don't be one of those statistics that these guys are talking about. And the, and the way you cannot do that is being honest with yourself about what it is that you truly, truly want. Because if you want a boyfriend, you can go to places and do things that will generate a quote unquote boyfriend, right? You'll put yourself in the right environment. But if you're putting yourself in the wrong environment and you're being dishonest with yourself and dishonest with the guys, they fucking know it. Like, trust me, they know it. And they're probably not going to, uh, you know, be be kind about it. And, and I just mean that, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to, if they have their opportunity to take and get something sexual, they probably will. Because that's what they're in it for. And that's not saying anything bad about them. It's just, you know, this is what they're out for. And you aren't matching that level. But you're trying to say that you are. And so, you know, if you get sucked in. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, you're going to find yourself the next day probably feeling guilty and bad and texting them like, like a guilty little girl. And that's what they're going to, you know, again, that, that mode is like a bright orange vest (laughs) and they're going to see it and know it and just don't be, you know, don't be that girl because you don't have to be that girl if you're honest with yourself about what you want and just don't put yourself in that position. It's a bad place to be. Hello, it's Layla. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I just have one quick announcement and I'm so excited about it. I'm almost finished with my free sex bucket list tutorial. I just want you to know if you want to be notified as soon as it launches, all you have to do is go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on sign up under exclusive access to unpublished content. You'll be the first notified when it's available and I'm so excited for you to give it a try. All right, now back to the show. Okay. So the next little bit of advice I have is about, like, if you've kind of identified, like, hey, yes, this is what I want to do. I want some adventures, some encounters. I can handle it. And, you know, then here's the, here's the advice to you, ladies. First of all, first and foremost, get yourself some fucking hot, sexy lingerie. And I'm not talking about... Victoria's Secret. 
That is for high school girls and 20-somethings, early 20-somethings. I am talking about La Perla, Asian Provocateur. You know, the get your, invest in some good stuff. Seriously. You don't want, like for me, I cannot be, I cannot run around in, even just on a regular day, like I cannot run around in some cheap shit. It, 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 it affects the way I feel about myself. It changes my mindset. Even in business, I'm like, I wear my good stuff under my clothes because I know I'm on. I'm just like, boom, you know, I feel good from the inside out. And that's true with the lingerie. It will change your mindset. I swear to God, just go and invest in some good stuff. Now, the unfortunate part about that is that the good stuff, I mean, be be ready. You're going to spend like, if you want stockings, garter, brown panties, you know, it's going to run you. It's going to be about maybe like a thousand bucks, maybe 800 to a $1,000. I mean, you're going to spend 145, 150 bucks on a G-string. Now, this is good stuff though. You wash this, you, you know, you get your lingerie bag, you treat this very carefully, you handle it delicately. But I'll tell you what, you are never going to feel more fucking hot, powerful, sexy than when you are in that, when you have that on. And nobody even needs to see it or know it. Trust me. Put that on and go to a job interview. You're probably, you're, the guys are going to, they will pick up on it. There is, uh, I'm going to digress for one second. Because when I was younger, and when my friends and I were learning about sex appeal and experimenting with it, what I learned is, if you have, if you're thinking about sex, you're kind of exuding sex from the inside out. Men pick up on it. It's a fucking truth. Now, I don't know how this is. I'm telling you, you could have your fucking sweatpants on and have your little sexy lingerie on underneath. And if you are thinking about it, it's on your mind and you're like making eye contact. Guys, well, you're like a homing beacon. I have done this. I've literally done this experiment too many times to count. When, when, when I was in college, I was the girl that got, I was a girl that all my girlfriends came to and were like, we don't have any money, but we want to go out and we need our drink spot for us. I'm like, all right, listen up, watch and learn. And I would get the drinks lined up. Now, that, of course, I graduated from that, right? Just the experiment was the girls would walk behind me and I'd say, okay, I'm going to think about sex and I'm going to walk through this crowd and you watch the guys that turn and look. And boom, 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 it would happen. And so the point here is, is that you have, it's, it's kind of like turning your light on. I call it like you have to turn your light on, but that, but that lingerie, if that's not natural for you, the sexy stuff you have on underneath is going to help you do that. And then when you're with somebody, you know, it's more than going to help you do that. That's like your, 
mean, this is your equipment, you know, you're going to, you're like bringing your best sexy self to an encounter, to an encounter, you're, it's on, it is on, you're going to feel it, he's going to feel it, and men are very visual, so when they see that, you know, they're going to, they're going to like it, so do yourself a favor, again, and go out and get yourself some really great lingerie, and it doesn't have to be all at once, you know, you can go over time but what I would do is I would start researching the good stuff don't you go to the fucking Victoria's Secret I will be so pissed at you and again there's nothing wrong with that like it's just it's different it's a, it's different so you can you can do that but me personally I have to have the expensive stuff once you have the good stuff you can never go back. You can never un unwind that clock, unring that bell, put that toothpaste back in the tube. Doesn't happen. So maybe if you're not ready to get hooked on the good stuff, then hold off. But my point is, is that, you know, don't have your granny panties on. Get something good on that matches, that's new, that makes you feel amazing that you look amazing and that flatters your body and you know and wear it and work it girl <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so I think that's probably about it I think maybe the last thing would be just to you know again think about like what are your goals for this I mean and you know I like I said this is my year of sex surprisingly it's it's harder than it sounds I mean if you make this a priority and you really want to do this just know that it's a job it does become kind of like a fucking job so you have to be prepared to put the work in if you don't put the work in don't email me and say oh doesn't work no you know, because I'm saying, well, how many guys have you talked to? How many times did you meet with somebody? You know, I mean, it's all a numbers game. And, 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 and more than that, what makes it even harder is it's a chemistry game. And that's just something that nobody can put their finger on. I wish I could. Believe me, there's guys where I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I end up being totally attracted to them. And then there's guys that I'm, you know, on paper, everything's like, whoa, and it just doesn't jibe. So you have to um, to be open-minded. You can stick with a type that you know that you're good with, but, you know, blur the lines a little bit and go for it Um, and have fun with it. And And the last thing I would say is if it's not fun, and you don't enjoy it, don't do it. That's a big thing for me. And that's why, you know, I've had to let some guys go. Um, because I got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore. And I didn't enjoy it. And, you know, the 
things had shifted and it got to be more like I felt like, you know, I'm having a conversation about something I'm disagreeing, you know, with, with a, with a boyfriend and not, you know, not a, not a friend with benefits, not somebody that I have very, you know, lighthearted fun with. So you just have to kind of really, uh, know yourself, know what you're all about and know what you want out of this and stand firm to it. And some will stay and some won't. And, you know, and and that's okay. You know, that's okay. It may be disappointing. Trust me, you know, I've been through, there's been two guys. I'm like, oh, God, that was a tough decision, you know, really tough to have to just cut them off. But it, for the, for whatever reason, you know, so that becomes too, you know, they want to change the dynamic. One, one instance was that was one person wanted to change the dynamic and the other person you know, all, in all fairness, I think we probably both wanted to change the dynamic a bit, but I'm committed to this year and having fun encounters and not being monogamous. So I can't give anybody monogamy. And if that's what you're after, you know, as a woman, you should be honest with that if that's what you really, really desire. And there's nothing wrong with it. But if you want to have fun, you have to understand that, like I said in the very beginning of this, you know, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And that means you might be saying no to some guys that, you know, when you're done with this, could be great, but you maybe have alienated them with your you know, with what was, what was a priority at the time. So there you go. This is probably the longest I've ever talked about this stuff, but this is, this is important. And it's, again, I I really feel like women need to, you know, embrace their sexuality, be confident in it and, 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 and be unapologetic about it, whatever it is. I don't know what's right for you, but You know, figure that out and stand firm and make it happen because you absolutely can. So um, I hope this was helpful. I hope you got ladies get a lot out of it. And thank you so much for, you know, all the um, emails, encouragement, funny little things you send in. I love it. Totally love it. I said before, like, you know, um, I like the female (laughs) I like the female, um, you know, edification more than, than the male edification. Um, because I just feel like women, you know, aren't out there enough about their, what they, you know, what they want sexually or, you know, they're somehow, you know, they, they're not putting it out there or they're not telling their friends or whatever. And I think that, you know, your, your girlfriends are your best, sounding board support group, lean on them. And hopefully, you know, you can tell them what, you know, what's on your mind and what you're thinking about doing. And, um, yeah, I wish you all the best. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, if you have questions or comments, please send them to 
curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.